0: back to the Anime Summit newscast. It's March 27th, 2022. And, uh, woo! End of the first quarter of 2022 already. The sun is shining. It's still a little cold out. And, I mean, it's not that cold. It's, like, chilly. Like, it went up and then went down. Fucking Midwest weather, you know. So, anyway. Um, don't have a lot of non-anime news, but I gotta shh. (laughs) ton of anime news um uh, and as we get into the anime news i just want to remind people just because i like try my best and lately i haven't been trying my best but like uh, to do this but i've been trying not to repeat like like spring season is coming up right spring season starting and like i think it's like started some shows have already started i think I'm trying not to repeat things that are, like, you know what I mean? So a lot of the anime hype reminders that I found today are things I know I didn't mention in the last couple of weeks. And I got to do better about, like, trying not to repeat them every week. Um, not that anyone has, like, you know, reached out to me and said, oh, Sam, you, you, you mention this all the time. Nobody has done that. But, like, um, you know, just I try not to. And then as we get into the movie section of the non-anime news, I do have an opinion at the end that I want to talk about. About comic book movies and movie, uh, you know, Marvel movies and all that stuff, and all you know, I just want to, I, I need to find a better place to find like movie news and um, a better place to find like tabletop news. And the other thing about tabletop news is like, not everyone plays tabletop games or card games like I do, and I have to remember that because sometimes I feel like I report on it and I'm like, I probably there's probably only only like a handful of listeners who even play this game or care about it you know so but i i will say this i will say this if you want me to report on it i will all you have to do is you know tweet at us at anime summit or or tell me on discord like hey sam like what's your thoughts on the new um pokemon set or what's your thoughts on the magic the new magic the gathering set and you know that kind of stuff you know what i mean so Feel free to always tell me what to report on. Tell me how to do the newscast, how you want to hear it, because that's how I want to – that's the kind of podcaster I want to be. You know what I mean? I want to do what you guys want to hear. So always tell me. Always – don't ever feel like you're being mean or, or like, telling me how to do my job or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, just a nice, like, critique. Like, hey, oh, hey, Sam, why don't you talk about this because I, I feel like I don't hear that enough. Or Sam, you never talk about this. Why? You know what I mean? Like, oh, don't feel free to tell me don't ever feel bad that you're doing anything or not telling me what to do. I don't even care. Like, I, I want to do what you want to hear all the time. You know what I mean? That's my thing. So, yeah, that being said, let's just get into it, huh? Let's just jump right in. Um, That's... Whoops, I have the anime section in this tab. That's not right. There we go. Rockstar unveils GTA Plus, a GTA online subscription with exclusive benefits and bonus rewards. Um, it's an online subscription membership for PS5 and Xbox Series X players. Um, starting March 29th, uh, players can sign up for the membership for $5.99 a month, and it can be canceled at any time. Uh, that cost will get you a recurring monthly $500,000 and $500,000 in GTA money. Direct deposit to your May's bank account which is like the in-game bank, I think. Plus exclusive benefits like waived, LS, car meet, membership fees, and more. Based on Rockstar's announcement, it seems like the monthly rewards and benefits will change because they list what subscribers will get for the period of March 29th through April 7th. Wow, this is what we've come to, huh? Like, this is what we've done? Like, like I I can understand online subscriptions for, like, you know, WoW and Final Fantasy fourteen, and those games and shit like that, but this is... I don't know, man. This seems like, I mean, obviously you don't need it. You can cancel at any time. You don't need it to play GTA, but it just seems like it just seems. I don't know. It seems goofy. I don't know about that. That seems really weird. Um, Lego Brick Tales, a new game from the devs of Bridge Constructor, uh, all about building beautiful dioramas. So this is like another like build Lego game where you can build sweet dioramas, you know, with Lego pieces. Looks really cool. Um, and a lot of people are probably going to comment on it, say things like, why wouldn't you just get actual Legos and do it? Uh, you know, cause to get all the different kinds of pieces there are in Legos, you have to buy different sets and not just the bricks. You know what I mean? Like there's those specialty pieces like trees and, uh, you know, bridges and things like that, that are like, they only come in the pirate set or they only come in the Harry Potter set. You know what I mean? Like. Can't just build your own. I think there are like third party uh toy companies that build like um specialty Lego pieces, you know, to use for Lego dioramas and things like that. I think that's how a lot of professional Lego builders, you know, do their special things. Um, don't get me wrong, I think that there's a bunch of stuff like that, but it's just like, you know, it gets to be expensive. This is like you buy this game and you can just Build whatever you want. And I think there's like some in-game things where like, oh, build this with just this many pieces. That can that kind of thing. It's gonna come out sometime this year. It's on Steam already. So you can like save it to your wish list. Um let's see. Uh so you can watch the Halo series now on Paramount Plus. Um full blown membership will run as low as four ninety-nine. Uh or an ad-supported plan for 49.99 for an entire year. Which saves ten dollars if you're okay with paying for the subscription up front. Um, Paramount Plus, I think. Did we try it? I'm trying to remember if me and Trisha tried it. I know I have a Paramount account, um, because I think I made one. I thought I did anyway, but they have like, they have like Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, MTV, uh, BET, which there's a lot of great shows on BET in my opinion. Uh, CBS. A lot of great shows on Comedy Central too. Um, also, a lot of movies. There are some movies that are only Paramount Plus too. So, like, um, there was that movie Infinite with uh, Mark Wahlberg, A Quiet Place Part Two, um, Scream, the new Scream, Jackass Forever. I don't know, dude. I kind of might have to, to to do a do a free trial if I haven't already. There's also the South Park post COVID uh, TV event. Which I heard was pretty f- hilarious. I'm not a big fan of South Park, but I heard that was funny as fuck. Um, the Ru- the new Rugrats reboot, Sponge on the Run, SpongeBob. Yeah, I don't know. I might have to try this. Sorry, I just like opened the link to it. I was like, hmm. Anyway, yeah, I I might I want to give the Halo series a watch. Obviously, when Halo became a big thing, you know, there was a lot of talk about people saying, oh, there's gonna be a TV series, there's gonna be a movie, they're gonna do a movie on the first two games. They're going to do this. And now here we have a TV series, which I believe is based on the... Like, obviously, there's Master Chief. Um, Pablo Schreiber as John117, a.k.a. Master Chief. Jen Taylor as Cortana. And Natasha McElhone as Dr. Catherine Halsey. So, yeah. Um, Netflix buys mobile developer Boss Fight Entertainment. Um... This is their third video game acquisition uh, that they've made. Uh, Boss Fight Entertainment. What have they done? I feel like I've played games that they've done. Hold on. I'm going to their website right now to look. Dungeon Boss. Uh, what? I, I swear I've played a game that they've done before. I might be tripping. Let's see. Games. Oh, they've just done Dungeon Boss. Okay. Why did I think they did something else? But anyway... Yeah, they bought Boss Fight Entertainment, uh, one of the biggest titles of strategy RPG dungeon boss, and the talent there consists of veterans that worked on games such as Halo Wars, Age of Empires, Star Wars: The Old Republic. They have not revealed how much they paid for it, uh, but yeah, that's that's gonna be crazy, man. Suicide Squad kill the Justice League, delayed till 2023. <laughs> Dog, this fucking that cinematic trailer for Kill the Justice League literally came out like three years ago actually no it had to have been 40 years ago by now like and then that that one trailer that recently came out like i don't know like four or five six months ago where it had some like actual gameplay footage um dude it's been a minute (laughs) like it's (laughs) it's been a hot minute like uh let's see 2012, then it was canceled. Announced. Okay, it was 2020. It was in the middle of the pandemic. That that's when the, the the cinematic trailer came out. Come on, man. This thing has been through development hell. It's been canceled. It was announced in 2010. Uh, w Games W Games Montreal dropped it. Title was canceled. Yeah, so I mean it's it's been it's been a minute it's it's been a minute, but yeah, and then I know they came out with that 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 gameplay teaser trailer like a year ago, but I just feel bad. There's a lot of DC fans who are excited about that, and I thought it looked really cool. Um, new PS Five update live. PlayStation says variable re- refresh rate support is coming. Um, so. Basically, there's this thing called VRR, variable refresh rate. Or allow the refresh rate to adjust in real time while using TVs and games that support uh, the refresh rate, variable refresh rate, and res- will result in the TV you're using. So, like, it'll adjust to your, like, HD, Super HD TVs and things like that, which is nice. That's very nice. I kind of missed the days where we didn't have to worry about that, but I get it. Um, you can win Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Xbox Series S complete with furry controllers. It's a, it's a special Xbox Series S and the controllers are furry. One controller is a red furry and the other one's a blue furry. Um, I can only imagine holding that and then having sweaty palms and then getting all wet and gross and nasty. Kind of like when your cat rubs against you when you get out of the shower. Fuck that. The controllers look cute though. I will say that. Fucking, I'm excited for Sonic 2 and I cannot wait to, uh, see that, so... Which you've heard me talk about in the newscast for the last five weeks, probably. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, a new 4v1 multiplayer title by the makers of Predator Hunting Grounds. Ilphonic has cut its teeth on the licensed asymmetrical multiplayer t- games. After releasing Friday the 13th in 2017, Predator Hunting Grounds in the 2020, the next title tackles one of the most beloved movie franchises ever, Ghostbusters. So it's 4v1. Obviously, you play the Ghostbusters, and you go against one... Uh, you know, entity or ghost. It looks super cool. So that's, I mean, Ghostbusters is a great franchise. So I still haven't seen the new one afterlife. I heard it was pretty good though. Um, Free DLC character for KOF 14 or sorry, 15 Omega Rugal. If you don't know who Rugal is, he was basically like the first villain of King of Fighters. So like if you've ever, I don't know if you guys know this, but like King of Fighters the way the games the way the games go is they play in they play in arcs so like King of Fighters 94 95 I think 96 and 97 were the the Rugal arc um, when he is the one who he's the one who came up with the King of Fighters tournament um and then there's the Orochi arc or no then there's the sorry the the Nest's arc The Nest clone arc, um, which was only like, I think it was 98 and 99. Then it was the Orochi arc, which was. Or no, the Orochi arc was. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's the Orochi arc, and then it was like 2000 and 2002. Then the Ash Crimson arc, uh, which was like KOF 11 or something. And then twelve and thirteen was like the, I guess you could call it the Ash Crimson arc still, but like uh, that was like part of Ash's like the bad those bad guys, Psyche and all them. The latest ones I have no idea what they're about, um, fourteen and fifteen, but a lot of new characters. Like I said, I'm not really excited for KOF fifteen. Haven't really been excited about them since fourteen, um, but yeah. Let's get into some movie news, and I'm forewarning you right now, these are all going to be comic book movie news because <laughs> that's that's like literally all I got. These are just the ones that I thought were super cool. A lot of people have heard about everything else already. These are ones that I think people haven't heard about too much, so I'll talk about them. Craven the Hunter set photo offers first look at the Spider-Man villain. I don't really understand these Sony villain movies like Venom and Morbius and all of them too much. I do know that Michael Keaton is in Morbius. I don't know if he's supposed to be the vulture or not. I think he is actually so that's kind of crazy we'll see um but aaron taylor johnson uh the guy who played quicksilver in the avengers and kick ass and kick ass is playing craven so that's going to be kind of cool uh but yeah uh, the set photo that they show doesn't really show him uh in costume he's wearing a jacket because it's cold out and then you can kind of see his hair looks cool craven hunter is a great villain just because like he's got kind of a fucked up, like past and he kind of became like this survive, like you got to learn to survive because that's the only way the world is, the world is not kind. And this is how I survive, you know, kind of cool, cool idea. I did not know there was going to be a guardians of the galaxy holiday special. <laughs> um, James Gunn director of the guardians of the galaxy holiday special promises that the straight to streaming chapter in the Marvel cinematic universe will introduce multiple new characters Gun was discussed in the Disney Plus Holiday Special on Twitter when a fan asked if a new character might be introduced. The director replied, more than one great new MCU character will be introduced, implying that the new additions will not only be important to the TV special, but will return in MCU for future projects. And we do know that in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, there will be Adam Warlock, so that will be sweet. I'm I'm really sensing that these future Marvel movies are going to get crazy in terms of like, power level shit it's gonna be get it's gonna become really shonen-y and really like you know what i mean like we're gonna have adam warlock you know we've 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 destroyed the stones already and you know some of these characters that were really powerful were are already gone now so like iron man and cap are gone and i don't know man it's gonna be nuts but now we have like doctor strange and Scarlet Witch, who, are, in my opinion, are some of the strongest characters in the Marvel universe in general. So, um, yeah, dude, it's going to be crazy. DC's Blue Beetle filmed return, rumored to introduce a new villain with a surprising name. Dude, have you never heard of Blue Beetle? He's one of the fucking coolest... I don't know, man. He's one of the coolest DC heroes ever, in my opinion. I He's this young kid, and he's just like... I don't know man if you like I feel like if you like Static Shock you'd like you like Blue Beetle um the story of Blue Beetle um it the the movie is going to 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 adapt the third Blue Beetle so like there was people who he, who had it before he had it um I think his name is Jaime I think he's like he's Mexican I think I don't remember who the first Blue Beetle was I think the first Blue Beetle was a Mexican guy too wasn't it I don't know I don't know too much about Blue Beetle except the third one, but it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I should really read more Blue Beetle because it's sick. Um, live action Voltron film from Red Notice director sparks bidding war. The live action Voltron movie has reportedly sparked a bidding war between six or seven Hollywood's major studios. Warner Brothers, Universal and Amazon are reportedly among the half dozen studios putting in offers on the new live action reboot of the classic mecha anime. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I I don't know, man. Um, Red Notice director Rasan Marshall Thurber is attached to direct the movie. Thurber is also co-writing the film alongside Tiger and Bunny writer Ellen Shonman. Notably Netflix which streamed the most recent series in the franchise, twenty six vulture Voltron Legendary Defender. Um yeah. Ellen Shonman. are they doing like a known for tiger and bunny is this going to be a a live action thing of tiger and bunny they're doing a live action tiger and bunny is this for real is this serious right now hold on a second let me look into this why oh, have not never heard of this a second season we talked about the second season Oh, yeah, live action film. On October 9th, 2015, Sunrise announced at New York Comic Con the live action film adaptation of Tiger and Bunny. The film will be produced by Ron Howard and Brian Grazer through their production company, Imagine Entertainment, uh, Global Road Entertainment, along with series producer Masayuki Ozaki from Bandai Namco, and Sanford Kleiman and Anne Marie Bailey, all through Nippon Eat Me, all Nippon Entertainment Works imagines erica huggins will oversee the project wow okay well it's been fucking seven years so who knows if that's still happening did not know that wow fucking live uh, this just in pooper scooper okay now here's my thing okay speaking of um comic book movies and marvel movies and all that now me and danny hint 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 me and Danny will be recording another cinematography episode soon here. Um, after doing the holiday special cinematography, um we decided, you know, we need to do more of these. We need to do more cinematography where we talk about movies. And also it'll be fun because it'll get Nick to watch more movies so he can do some of them with us. Um and as we get into as we get back into cinematography and watch more movies and shit. Um I just want to talk about this just because it's kind of true just because it's all I've been watching recently and as far as new movies go um with the exception of things here and there and here and there. Um I will not be telling you what what you know, I'm not going to tell you what we're reviewing although you can probably guess by you know what we've what me and Danny have talked about in the Discord. That being said, um you remember Maybe it was like three months ago. I don't remember how many months ago it was. I I know it was last year sometime. Maybe in the fall time or summer. I don't fucking know. But that um, Martin Scorsese came out and was like, Marvel movies aren't cinema and blah, blah, blah. Um, Well, it recently came out that Francis Ford Coppola came out and said that they're despicable. That Marvel movies and comic book films in general are despicable. Um... For those of you who don't know who Francis Ford Coppola is, uh, he's uh, a fucking... He's a director, filmmaker. He was the guy who did The Rain People, The Godfather Part II, uh, The Outsiders, Rumble Fish, Godfather Part Three, Godfather. He did, you know what I mean? He did all the Godfather movies. He did Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um... Whatever, right? So here you have two fucking, you know, uh, directors of really great kind of like noir crime thriller movies. Um, And not just those movies, obviously, like Martin Scorsese has done, you know, The Aviator, uh, The Departed, Shutter Island, Wolf of Wall Street, which are all kind of, I don't know. Wolf of Wall Street's kind of like a crime crime movie, crime noir movie, except it's, like, rich people crime. <laughs> it's, like, you know, underhanded BS crime and just crazy shit. Um, but Boardwalk Empire, No Direction Home, that kind of thing. You know, these two people, they're saying that Marvel movies are despicable, they're not cinema. And, of course, Nicolas Cage, the GOAT, comes in and says, eh, I disagree. And if you remember... Nicholas Cage, his actual last name is Coppola. His name is Nicholas Coppola. He's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. And he has come out and was like, eh, I disagree. I think you guys are I think you guys are taking a little, you guys are just being too harsh for no reason. And so this is what Nicholas Cage had to say. He said, um, he, okay, first he said, yeah, why did they do that? I don't understand the conflict. I don't agree with them on that perception or opinion. He went on to say, I think that the movies that I make, like Pig or Joe, are not in any kind of conflict with Marvel movies. I mean, I don't think the Marvel movie had anything to do with the end of The Tweener. By Tweener, I mean the 30 to $50 million budget movie. I think movies are in good shape. If you look at Power of the Dog, or even if you look at Spencer or any of Megan Ellison's movies, I think that there's still Paul Thomas Anderson. He went on to talk about Marvel movies and said, Marvel has done a really excellent job of entertaining the whole family. They put a lot of thought into it. I mean, it's definitely had a big progression from when I was doing the first two Ghost Rider movies. Kevin phaser whoever is behind that machine, has found a masterful way of weaving the stories together and interconnecting, interconnecting all the characters. What could be wrong with wholesome entertainment is that it is appealing to the parents and the children and gives people something to look forward to. I just, I don't see what the issue is. He's, yeah, he's going like, what could be wrong with, with wholesome entertainment that is good for everyone? who You know, that's so weird. And then he said, there have been rumors of him appearing in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And when I asked about that, he said, I don't think so. I don't think they're casting me. I mean, I would do it. It would be fun. i love to work with Cumberbatch, but I don't think that's happening. And honestly, I gotta say, that would be fucking cool. Because I love the first Ghost Rider movie. Second one, not so much. Second one was kind of weird. I didn't really know what was happening. Kind of a lot going on. I didn't really understand why he was like in a completely different setting than he was originally. Um, yeah, I didn't really get it. Um, the first one was cool, though. I saw that in theaters when I was a kid. Um, that was, of course, before they had, like you know, the MCU established. I think Iron Man was, like, announced at the time that that movie came out of theaters, but, like, anyway. Um, no, and I, and, and obviously, I, you guys know my opinion on this. I basically said Martin Scorsese, just calm the fuck down. Um, and it sucks to see Coppola kind of come out and say the same thing. These are two directors that I very much respect as artists. I love their films, and they're just coming out and just being dicks, you know, just, um... You know that I am a big proponent of like what you like, and who cares? Fuck the rest, right? Who cares if you like Yu-Gi-Oh!, the anime as a series? You know, who cares if the only anime you've ever seen is uh, Cowboy Bebop? Who cares if the only movies you like are Marvel movies, or the only movies you like are, are, are The Godfather and Goodfellas and those movies and stuff like that? Who cares if the only TV you watch are soap operas? It doesn't fucking matter, dude. It doesn't fucking matter. And this is the problem with entertainment today. Okay? And excuse me while I go on a rant here. Okay? But you can't come out... I don't care what your tenure in the fucking thing is. Whether it's music, a genre of music, or movies, or TV, or comics, or whatever the fuck. I don't... You can't come out and just be like this thing that this person does sucks or this series sucks. These things suck. I mean, you absolutely can. You can have that opinion. Don't get me wrong. You can have whatever opinion you want. Right. But that's not what these two are saying. It's one thing to come out and say, I don't like those movies because, um, you know, I'm just not into them or whatever. They're kind of coming out and like, if you read the Martin Scorsese thing again, the way they kind of are coming out and saying it is that it's like they're speaking for, like, all of Hollywood or speaking for directors everywhere or speaking for filmmaking everywhere. And I think they think that because of their tenor in movies and the movies they've done and how how successfully and acclaimed they are, that they can just come out and just be like, yeah, those those are an embarrassment to filmmaking. First of all, you don't speak for every filmmaker out there. You don't speak for all of Hollywood. You don't speak for all of whatever the fuck you don't speak for the whole movie industry. Okay. And I feel the same way about the LGBTQ community, right? Like one person can't just come out and be like, you can't call some that because she's whatever. First of all, don't speak for me. Okay. Don't get offended for me, dude. That's fucking weird. All right. You can't just be speaking for whole groups of things like that. You can't do that. Like if you're fucking fucking, if you're fucking, um, what's the guy's name? Who, uh, who wrote, uh, Mark Millar, Mark Millar, who wrote, like, Kick-Ass and Superior and Civil War and all that, like, you can't just be Mark Millar and be like, yeah, I think, um, I think manga sucks, you know, like, I think, um, Tatsuki Fujimoto sucks, I think Oda sucks, like, manga's not real comics or whatever. Do you know how that, he would get ripped apart, dude. He would get ripped apart. You would get so fucked and fucking ripped apart, dude. And I'm just... That's a bad example because I'm, I'm actually pretty sure Mark Millar has, like, gone on record and said he loves manga. But, like, I'm just using that as an example. Like, it sounds goofy. You sound goofy, dude. You sound fucking goofy. Like, and... Not that I needed Nicolas Cage's, like, you know, uh, uh, opinion here to, like, say what I was gonna say. I'm just, like, saying basically I agree with... I'm, I'm like, with Nicolas Cage's stance here. Like, why the fuck do you care? Like... It just it, it sounds it sounds sound like jealousy is what it sound like. It sounds like there were more butts and seats for Spider Man No Way Home than there were for Wolf of Wall Street, and you're mad about it, which is goofy because Wolf of Wall Street was like critically like all the critics loved it. You made a lot of money on it. The actors made a lot of money on it. The actors who were in it loved being a part of it. And it jolted their careers more forward than it already was. It was a pretty successful movie. But it sounds goofy. Like, that, sound, you sound jealousy. You sound like jealousy to me. It sounds stupid. And it makes you sound like a fucking bird. And you need to go fucking fly away, dude. Like, that's so fucking stupid to me. It's so stupid. Like, that. imagine me coming out here and just being like, yeah. T- 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 Weebology? Yeah, they're not podcasters, man. They don't know shit about anime. Oh, yeah, fucking AAA podcast. Yeah, they don't know shit. You know, anime, world order, otaku spirit. Yeah, they're not real podcasters. Okay, they don't know. They don't know shit about fuck about Evangelion. And what they do is not podcasting. Dude, I would get first of all, I would I I would hope that there's enough podcast listeners out there who would shred me for that because that's stupid. Right. I bet you someone's going to clip this now and be like, oh, Sam said this. But like, <laughs> like I would think that that's a that's really stupid. I would be goofy as fuck for that. I would be stupid as fuck for that. I have my opinions on those podcasts, and those opinions are my opinions alone. No one else's. And so for you to come out and just be like, yeah, those are those are an insult to cinema. They're they're not cinema. They're despicable to movie movie making and filmmaking. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Dude, you sound sound like jealousy to me. You sound goofy you sound so stupid, you sound so dumb, like, it just sound, it just sound like you mad that people love Spider-Man, you sound mad that people love comic books, like, and I bet you those two motherfuckers never read a comic book in their life, and here's Nicolas Cage, an actual comic book fan, number one, number two, having been in Marvel movies before, and he's just like, I disagree, I haven't been part of the Marvel movies, I haven't been part of a Marvel movie for years, but what they've done is done something amazing for everybody, and that's awesome, and that's a good thing. And I agree. I fucking agree. And they're, even, dude, even the people I, even the friends I have, I have other friends who are, who, who say the same thing. They're like, yeah, I'm not really into the Marvel movies, um, but man, like, they're doing it right, you know what I mean? game recognized game okay you don't have to like it but like to sit there and say that they're they're not successful or not good or whatever the fuck is just weird it's just really goofy it's kind of like what nick says all the time he's like you're just hating it because it's popular or whatever which i've been guilty of doing many times don't get me wrong um but like nick is like you're just hating on it because it's popular you should watch the popular stuff because there's a reason why it's popular that is absolutely true um, maybe not true all the time. And just because it's popular doesn't mean you're going to fucking like it. But like, it, it's, it's just weird when you come out and say like, that's, I, I feel the same way with somebody coming out and saying, yeah, couple bebop sucks. That's not anime. You can say that it sucks, but to say that it's like, it makes all of anime look bad or anime, you know what I mean? That that's so weird to me. It sounds like jealousy to me. It sounds stupid. And I just kind of feel like I need to reinforce my opinion here Regardless of what anyone thinks, you are allowed to like stuff, whether you just got into it or you got into it 10 years ago or whatever the fuck. I know I oftentimes I joke about like, oh, I was into this before it was cool or, you know, Nick is a poser or uh, King is a poser or Danny is a poser or whatever the fuck or Noxie is a fake fan. I, I joke about that all the time. That's that's not my actual opinion. It doesn't matter. You are allowed to like whatever the fuck you like. Regardless of what anyone else thinks, and if your neighbor tells you otherwise, well, then you need to tell your neighbor to get out of here. Tell your neighbor to fuck off. Anyway, let's get into the anime news. Jeez. Sheesh. Bitches. Just want to be like... Okay, anyway. Let's get into the anime. <laughs> Let's get into the anime news. Fucking had to yell. you had to yell for a minute there because you all bunch of bitches. Hey, this is post editing Psalm. Just to cut in here and say this piece of news that I think is super important um, for the anime news: uh, Satoshi Kon's four films, Perfect Blue, Millennium Actress, Tokyo Godfathers, and Paprika, and a documentary of his life, are all streaming for free for a week. Okay, so. I was like, you're going to hear this on Monday. It's starting right now. For a week, this is going to be free. This is like your time to watch these movies. They're great fucking movies. And Satoshi Kone is fucking amazing. And yeah. Okay. I'm going back in the shadows now. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye. Okay. All right. Oh, <gasps> sure. um, I'm going to tell these ones first just because I have them on the wrong tab here. Let's see here. Um, Dude. So this is the only probably spring show I'm going to re-mention again just because this piece of news is hilarious. Um, so there was that, um, Love All Play, uh, Badminton show, with bad Badminton Boys Club. The, one of the voice actors, uh, is, they have a cat, and that cat is going to play the cat in the show. <laughs> and there's, like, the... <laughs> Uh, Natsuki Hanai's cat, Konpei, will have his seiyu debut as Ramune, the school cat, of Yokohama Minato High School, for Asami Koseki's love-all-play badminton television anime. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. It's, I just can't, I can't even do it. It's so fucking good. It's this little orange kitty. <laughs> and the, 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 the anime cat, the cat on screen is a, a gray cat that they're playing. It's that's so fucking funny to me, dude. I I love it so much. Fucking Catface Johnsons. Playing Catface Johnsons, dude. It's just so good. Um also Kaiju number 8 is getting an anime adaptation being done by Toho Animation. Very fucking cool. Um this is in Jump Plus. So, um it's I think that's like monthly, right? Cuz I think Jump Plus is monthly. But uh so far, it will be collected in six Tankomon volumes as of March twenty twenty two, on Jump Plus. Uh, in America, I think it's only I think there's only one volume out, and I think Volume two comes out like next month, which I have the first volume of. So, yeah, Kijinum Raid is really cool. If you've never uh, read Kijinum Raid, I definitely recommend. It's super cool. Uh, I think it's very funny that Toho is doing it as well because Toho is like. They do all like the Godzilla stuff and things like that, right? So it makes a lot of sense. Super dope. Uh, okay, here we have some. This is just kind of funny. I think drop, drop, kick on my double X. I think is uh, it's going right now, isn't it? It's like an ongoing thing. But their Hatsune Miku is gonna be a a guest in it, and they've already released some of her designs. Oh no, this is a summer. Okay, summer. Dropkick on my Devil Season uh, X in the summer. I never watched this. Uh, I heard it was pretty cute. I never got around to watching it. But yeah, Hatsune Miku will be making an appearance. Uh, very cute. Uh, Bandai Namco Entertainment reveals sorter Online Variant Showdown smartphone game. With planned worldwide release, there isn't really any footage of it or what it's going to be. Uh, there's... It's, it kind of shows some, like, other game footage, like, from their other games. It doesn't really show anything else. Um, it's called Variant Showdown. It looks very cool. Uh, free-to-play will have optional in-game purchases. Speaking of Sword Art Online, the second progressive film is coming out. Um, Sword Art Online, the movie progressive, Karuki uh, Yuya no Shirzo, Shirzo of a Dark Dusk. Very dope, very cool. Um, the progressive movies are based on the progressive light novels, which are the light novels that kind of fill in the the parts in between. Like, cause you know, like if you watch the original starter arc, Eincred um, arc, you know, they skip. It kind of skips over time, you know what I mean? Cause it's like thirteen episodes over a a two year period. So uh, this shows like a bunch of the in between stuff. Uh, in a film form, uh, very cool. Ghost in the Shell: Standalone Complex Twenty Forty Five anime season two trailer. This is coming out uh in spring also, but in May, so kind of a little later in the spring. But if you are into uh Standalone Complex Twenty Forty Five, there you go. Ultraman season two is another Netflix one. Ultraman season two coming out. I never got to watch the Ultraman the the other one, the or the first season. Uh, this is like. It's one of those Netflix shows where it's like three D anime, you know. So the the three D animation in this one is not terrible. Um it's this is definitely more of that three D three D animation and not, not, not the kind of like CG animation that like um that B Stars is, um, or Spriggan will be. Uh this is like Yeah, more so kind of like kind of Pixar y a little bit. Um but yeah. I never know like the terms like the different terms of that kind of CG animation but Um Nanoha creator Masaki Suzuki's Extreme Hearts anime preview video. This is some summer hype for you. Extreme Hearts, the new project from Winter from Winter. Writer Masaki Suzuki revealed in a new promotional video. Um I think this is like a mixed media thing as well. This is the one where it's like the three girls, they do idol shit but also sports shit. So, uh, <laughs> idle shit and sports shit. Everything is just shit. Um, but yeah, very cute. Uh, Prima doll anime. This is coming out in the summer, I believe, as well. Um, the project centers on autonomous mechanical dolls or automa- autom- automata. They work at Kuronekote, a coffee shop that sits at the corner of 5th District of the Imperial Capital. However, they were originally made as weapons for a great war that ended a few years ago. Now they have been restored and dressed in shiny kimonos. Yes, cute, cute anime girls in a coffee shop that were once badasses. There still are badasses, just in a coffee shop. Um, Here's the other Netflix one that I mentioned earlier, Spriggan. We talked about this a, a while ago, but it's just a reminder, really, as the day comes closer because it's coming out in summer. Um, if you've never heard of Spriggan before, it's pretty sweet. Uh, this kind of CG anime looks more like kind of the, kind of like the, uh, kind of like how B-Stars look. Actually, you know what? Now I'm looking at it. I think this is 2D. Oh no, it is 2D. The original trailer or teaser that we got was like in 3D though. You know what? I think it's like when they're fighting, they're doing it in CG and then when they're, the rest of it's 2D. So I don't know. It looks definitely way better than the original teaser that we got, though, because that looked bad. Like, this looks fucking, holy shit, this looks sweet. Oh, I'm way more excited now. Holy shit. Spriggan is cool, man. It's based on this manga um, from, like, I think 80, no, not 80, 88, I don't remember, but we got this fucking, and it came out in America, like, in the 90s in manga form. And then we got this fucking movie in like 99 or 2000, um, produced by ADV. And the movie was really sweet. And basically it's this high school student named Yuami Nai, And he's also a Spriggan, which is an agent, um, an agent for this company called Arkham, which is a special corporation to protect ancient relics. Um, you know, it's to protect these relics from getting into the wrong hands, things like that. Keep it, keep it away from the public so the public doesn't know that they're, you know... As far as we know, it's all just r- mythological, religious shit, right? And so, basically, this evil organization is trying to restart Noah's Ark. Because it turns out that the original Noah's Ark wasn't a thing where, where Noah fucking put, you know, two of every animal... On and did some shit, it's actually like this thing that controls the weather. And so uh he wants to like restart Nova's Ark and control the world and control the weather and shit like that. And it's it's up to you I and who's Japan Spriggan and uh Jean 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 Jacques, I think his name is, I forgot his name. The 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 French Spriggan to like fucking stop him. And very sick. Very, very fucking dope. I'm way more excited for this now than I was before because it looks way cooler. That initial teaser we got only showed, like, some CG parts, and this actually looks sick. Okay, anyway. Chained Soldier anime. This actually looks cool. I don't even know if I've ever seen a teaser for this. Uh, Seven Arc Studios producing the anime. Um, Yuya Hirose and Akari Kito are starring in the anime. Um... Very cool. Very cool. Writer, Takahiro, and artist Yuihei Takamura's chain soldier. um, Slave of the Magic Capital Elite Troops uh, manga. Uh, Very cool, dude. The battle fantasy is set in a world where Demonic Gate has unleashed monsters known as Shuki. A special peach tree is able to give special powers, but only to women. The story begins when a down-on-his-luck boy named Yuki Wakura meets Uzen Kyoka, a girl who has gained power as a peach... And is the captain of the 7th Anti Demon Squad. Um, Takahiro and Takimura launched the manga on Shuisha's Shonen Jump Plus manga website in 2019. And uh, it's in its ninth compiling invoke volume as of December 3rd. Very cool. Very sweet. Um, yeah, dude. That actually looks dope, honestly. Uh, let's see here. Golden Kamui, oh yeah, dude, anime, uh, fourth season, this is happening in the fall. Golden Kamui is sick, dude, I gotta catch up on this shit, but I, I, am very excited to, uh, catch up on it, because I totally forgot about it. But this is in Shuusha's Young Jump, for those of you who are reading it, or want to read it, it is in Young Jump, uh, which I believe you can get on the Shuusha Plus app. But yeah, very fucking cool, I love Golden Kamui, so excited for the fourth season, that's in fall. Shikamore is not just a cutie. Um, this is... I believe, in the summer. Uh, Shikimori seems like the perfect girlfriend. Cute, fun to be around, sweet when she wants to be. But she has a cool dark side that comes out under the right circumstances. And her boyfriend, Izumi, loves to be around when that happens. A fun and funny high school romance with a sassy twist. Perfect for fans of nagatoro san and Komi can't communicate. So, basically, Komi can't communicate, but the opposite. So it could be really cute. Uh, Looks like that is... uh, Oh, April, yeah, so that's spring. There you go. Uh, Uncle from another world. 17 years ago, Takafumi's uncle fell into a coma, but now he's back like a man risen from his grave. Soon, Takafumi discovers two bizarre things. His uncle treasures video games above all else, and while comatose, he was actually transported to another world as some heroic guardian. Now, not only does Takafumi have to room with an uncle who is literally magical, he also has to catch the guy up on two decades of history. Smartphones, high-speed internet, modern anime tropes, and the traumatic outcome of the 90s console war. Uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, he basically has to, like, catch up his uncle he's like, dude, so you've been... You were transported in another world while you were in a coma? That's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, that could be funny. Um, here's another Netflix one that I think looks really fucking dope with studio. Vampire in the Garden anime. This is on coming on May 16th. Um, the fateful meeting of a human and the vampire queen may change the world. Um, one cold winter, humanity lost its battle with the vampires, and with it, most of where they called home, a small population of survivors created a wall of light in a small town to protect them and give them a place to live in peace. The protagonist, Momo, lives in a repressed life but still wishes to coexist with the enemy. The vampires, Fine, or Fine, the vampire queen, once loved humans and disappeared from the battlefield. As war rages through the human's town, the two have a fateful encounter. Yeah, dude, this looks really fucking cool. Very excited for this one. Um, Tetsuya Nishio uh, is designing the characters and serves as the chief animation director. Tetsu Nishio is very fucking cool, okay? They have done a lot of key animation for Blood, Blood Last Vampire, Blood Sea. Um, they were the character designer for Standalone Complex and uh second gig and solid state society and yeah innocence as well um very fucking cool they did key animation for metabots a lot of naruto key animation uh star wars visions they were the character designer for the ninth jedi very awesome love i love i love Nishio. very sweet did not know their name until like just today but I, like when I looked at all their stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I love this person. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, very cool. I've been trying to do better about like remembering the names of the artists of stuff I love. So um, Black Rock Shooter Dawnfall, we've talked about this, but this is um, coming out. Uh, when is this coming out? Oh, it's on Disney Plus. That's right. It's going to be on Disney Plus in Japan. I don't know if it will be for America. I assume it will be just because it's Disney. Um, But yeah, that's going to be super dope. It doesn't say when it's coming out, though. Stream Dawnfall Worldwide. The company's Disney Plus service will exclusively stream the anime in Japan. The Walt Disney Company will stream Black Rush Worldwide. The company's Disney Plus service. Okay, so I, I guess I don't understand what that means. They will stream it worldwide, but the company's Disney Plus service will exclusively stream the anime in Japan. So worldwide or only in Japan? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, Yeah, it doesn't have a date. Oh, no. April 3rd. Here we go. Oh, so it will run on TV in Japan, and then it will stream worldwide. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for... I love BlackRock Shooter, dude. BlackRock Black Rock Shooter is the perfect example of a Twitter artist... Making just like an, you know, an original character and then it becoming a thing. You know what I mean? So it's super dope. Uh, Kanko Anime Season 2. A lot of people have been waiting for this one. Um, November premiere, so fall premiere of the Kanko Anime during its Anime Japan 2022 panel for the Anime on Saturday. The anime is titled Kanko Itsuka Ano Omide, uh, Someday in That Sea. Uh, contact Collection is very cool. It's, it's based on a, a mobile game where these they're anthropomorphic battleships and uh, they are girls they're like like these cute girls cute girl ships Um, but yeah very cool Uh, Dr. Stone Ryusei Anime Special premieres in July the Ryusei Anime Special will air in July in Japan and probably probably will it's not long after that on Crunchyroll I assume Something like that. The manga just recently ended, so a lot of people are excited um, to see the rest of the anime. Maho Shoujo Magical Destroyers TV anime. Uh, this looks really fucking cool. This is supposed to be some like some dark magical girl shit, which we all ex- we all like because fucking you know. Um, Inagawa is credited for the story and original character designs based on the concepts from his previous art projects: Babury Animation Studio, Grisaya, Phantom Trigger, The Quintessential Quintuplets, Azure Lane. Inagawa directed a previous live-action teaser while Udai was credited for the film. Manjimaro Shimada was also credited as a magical girl and Ukari in the Valentine composed the music. Um, Graphic designer Gucci Maze designed the logo. Um, Yeah, this looks really pretty sweet. I like the visual for this. I don't... I don't really know the story too much. It doesn't say. Um, But yeah, it's supposed to be, like, subculture mixture of music and kind of street art and magical girl shit. So, I don't know. It looks sweet. Um, Eminence in Shadow anime reveals new promo video October premiere. Eminence in Shadow. Even in his past life, Sid's dream wasn't to become a protagonist or a final boss. He'd rather lie low as a minor character until it's prime time to reveal he's a mastermind, or at least do the next best thing to the next best thing which is pretend to be one and now that he's reborn into another world he's ready to set the perfect conditions to live out his dreams to the fullest armed with his overactive imagination Sid jokingly recruits members to his organization and makes up a whole backstory about an evil cult that they need to take down well as luck would have it these imaginary adversaries turn out to be real and everyone knows the truth about him everyone knows the truth but him so yeah that could be funny that could be funny that could be one of these things that where it turns out to be like it starts out as a joke and then it turns out to get serious and could be cool. Uh Tatsunoko Pros, the Legend of Hero Sen no Kiseki Northern War anime reveals visual. Um Hidikazu Sato, who did Aquarian Logos, bass squash and the Slayers Next, is directing the anime. Um the anime was originally announced as a global project with the Taiwanese game company User Joy. Um Funimation content. Oops, Fun and Suyu, an animation planning and production company, uh, NADA. It was a game series, so I guess it's a. It was based on uh, mobile games, um, but yeah, it's like a, it's like a girl, like a soldier girl in front of a tank. It looks really cool. Uh, fanfare of Adolescence horse racing anime promo's new video streamed. This is April second. This is uh, about the pretty boys that are jockeys, racing horses. Star Mew anime staff reunite for Opus Colors 2023 TV anime. Universal Japan revealed that it's Anime Japan 2022 booth on Saturday that it is producing a new original television anime titled Opus Colors that will premiere in 2023. The anime reunites the staff members of Star Mew anime series. Rin Hinata, the creator of Star Mew, is also credited as the creator for Opus Colors. Um, the anime centers on the relationship between an artist and a grader. In a new field of art known as perception art, Kazuya Yamanashi is the son of a couple who are considered one of the founders of perception art, while Jun Suzuki is his friend. Both are childhood friends with Kyo Takisei, who also has influential art parents and is also a grader. Uh, yeah, I think that's like a romance. But yeah, it could be really cool. Uh, if you've ne- So I don't know if you guys ever heard of Yatterman, but Yatterman is a hero made by Tatsunoko. And um, he kind of is like... His big thing is, like, he has, I think his weapon is, like, his weapon is one of those, it's one of, I forgot the name of it, but it's like a it's like a hammer with a ball on the top, and you, you know, you, it's a hobby that a lot of people do, but, like, you you balance the ball on both the sides of the hammer and then on the top of it, you know? Um, the villain, the main villain of that show, his name is Doronjo, and she's getting her own live-action show. And it's just called Doronjo, and it's supposed to be really cute, or supposed to be really awesome. So I don't know. I'm excited. I love Doronjo. I think, um, I think she's hilarious. You know, she's kind of the Team Rocket esque, uh, blasting off again, fo- foiled again kind of villain. Um, I honestly didn't know what Yatterman and Doronjo was until I played Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. Um, but yeah, like very, very, very awesome, very cute. I'm excited to maybe. Take a peek at that. This is probably one of the coolest pieces of news. Uh, The Legend of Mana, the Teardrop Crystal anime, reveals TV format 2022 debut. Warner Brothers Japan booth at Anime Japan 2022 event revealed on Saturday that Legend of Mana, the Teardrop Crystal, Seiken Densetsu Legend of Mana, the Teardrop Crystal in Japanese, the anime adaptation of Square Enix's Legend of Mana game will be a television anime that will premiere this year and will stream online. Graph Annika and Yokohama Animation Lab will produce the anime. The two studios previously collaborated to produce the opening cinematic movie for the remastered version of the Legend of Mana game. Um, Legend of Mana is the fourth game in the Mana series um, after Trials of Mana. It debuted on the PlayStation in 1999. The remastered version launched for PS4, Switch, and PC in June 2021. Yeah, Legend of Mana, I don't... I've never played this one. Um, This was the PS... This is a PlayStation 1 one. The only mana games I've played are... Secret of Mana. And I played... Which I didn't beat. um, Because the... Trials of Mana was... On Super Nintendo, but we didn't get that one. Right? Right? Because the first one was called, like, Final Fantasy Adventure or something like that, right? And it was on Game Boy. So, yeah, I played that one. That one I played, but I didn't beat it. And I didn't realize it was a Mana game until way later. But Secret of Mana I've played and beaten. It was the first one I played and beaten, which is why. That was, like, a couple years ago, the first time I played it. I was like, holy shit, this game is amazing. And um, uh, Sword of Mana on the Game Boy Advance I remember playing, which I believe was, like, a remake, technically a remake of the first one, which was Final Fantasy Adventure. Um, but yeah, this anime will be an adaptation of Legend of Mana, which is the one on PlayStation 1, which uh, I believe is an actual sequel. Sequel. It's not a remake of the other ones or anything like that. But yeah, very sick. Very dope. Um, Technoroid Overmind. The television anime portion of Noriasu, Agamatsu, and Ruka and Element Gardens Technoroid Multimedia Project. This is the anime uh, anime portion of the Multimedia Project. Um, but yeah, it's a musical anime. It's about these boy bands, I believe. The story of wretched, beautiful androids is set in the entertainment tower Babel, the new source of hope for humanity after climate change has submerged the world underwater. Several unique musical units compete to rise to the top of Babel by moving the hearts of both humans and androids with their performances. So yeah, there's like three groups. There's Standalone. Uh, Knock, or K-O-N, K-N-O-C-C, and Mechanica Metallica. Pretty cool name, (laughs) Mechanica Metallica. That's funny. Um, But yeah, this is going to be like a musical boys' idol anime. Sachika-san wa yojo yure ni yasuritai anime. This is some spring hype for you. This is the one with the three cute girls who, they're like spirits, and they haunt, like, the worker chicks, and... We talked about that last week, so if that's a repeat, I'm sorry. Rakudai Majo Anime Film Reveal Staff. Spring 2023 opening. Uh, Takayuki Hamana directs the film and production IG. Uh, Failure Witch. It's based on a children's book. The book series follows apprentice witch Fuka on her adventures of magic and love. The first volume, Rakudai Majo While Princess, shipped on October 26th. The franchise has 17 novels and one book of short stories. Um, the most recent novel being in 2013. So, yeah, that's pretty cute. It looks really cute. She looks like uh, she's a little broom, and she's got, like, her socks. She, she kind of reminds me of, like, a blonde Pippi Longstocking, if you guys know who Pippi Longstocking is. Um, that looks really adorable. I'm excited for that. I love witchy shit, so it's cute. Kadokawa unveils original rom-com comedy TV anime Renai Flops. The anime centers on Asa, Asahi Kashiwagi, a student who one one morning runs into a series of unusual accidents on one morning on the way to school, all in accordance with a vague television fortune he watched that morning, and all culminating with an unfortunate encounter with a girl. Coincidentally, all the girls he meets are new students or teachers at his school. Asahi's prior knowledge of the girls earns him, insu- earns him the suspicion of Yoshio, a self-proclaimed friend of Asahi. After school, he finds a love letter in his shoe locker telling him to come to the cherry blossom tree behind school, Again, according to the Morning Fortune, uh, he saw Asahi leads, heads to the Cherry Blossom to see what awaits him. Uh, That could be funny. Um, So basically it's a harem thing. All these girls probably like him. And me and Nick and Danny are going to argue who Best Grill is. And to be honest with you, these character designs are top notch. Like, I mean, I'm going to have to find out who did these character designs. These girls are cute. They're all cute. I don't even know. They're all Best girl. Can't even figure it out right now. I'll have to watch the anime. But we'll see. Skeleton Knight in Another World anime reveals more cast ending songs spring premiere. Um, this one, yeah, we mentioned last week. Gamer Guy fell asleep, woke up, and he's a Skeleton Knight. Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans Uruur Hunt spin off post theme songs music. Um, I don't know. I guess this was announced in 2019. Um, it doesn't say what it's about, really. Um, because isn't, uh, spoiler alert, by the way, this next, these next five seconds, because isn't Mikasugi August like, didn't he die? He died at the end of it, didn't he? I'm pretty sure he did. Anyway, uh, Sunrise, obviously, is going to, uh, be doing this one. Um, it doesn't say what it's about necessarily it looks like it probably takes place like during the series probably in between some parts or something maybe um but I do see a new like design of the Barbatos Gundam which is super sick so that Gundam is like I know Iron Blood and Orphans is like I like Iron Blood and Orphans but it's the way that the story is written is kind of bad um and I should not say story but the characters some of the characters the way some of the characters are written are pretty bad um but the, the barbatos design is just 10 out of 10. So good. Netflix is going to stream Lisa's 10th anniversary documentary this fall called Lisa. Another great day. Um, it explores the true face of Lisa, a popular Japanese singer, well known as Japan as abroad for her numerous hit songs, such as the theme song of demon slayer. Lisa has always been very humble, but also unbending. She has been confronted with various realities and made many mistakes in her life. Later on, the little girl who started a band because of her admiration for Avril Lavigne becomes one of Japan's leading artists as she celebrates her 10th year anniversary in 2021. With the help of her team, she has been dedicating herself to producing the artist, Lisa, and has been successfully realized her dream of becoming a rock singer. What dreams will her and her team pursue next? Um, that's pretty cool. That's that's sweet. I, I'm not big on documentaries as much as other people are. Um as much as the average person is i guess um but some of my favorite documentaries are the ones where they follow a musical artist um so i've seen like never say never but with justin bieber uh part of me by katie with Katy perry um the billy eilish one that came out like a couple like years ago like a year ago or so i followed that one that one was nice um the Billie Eilish one is kind of hard to watch, right? Cuz she's this kid and um it really shows like the bratty side of her, which I guess in the interview she wanted to show people because like she was a fucking annoyed, she was a kid, you know what I mean? And she was just like, "No, this is fucking dumb," like, you know. Um so that was kind of interesting cuz normally a lot of people will be like, "No, don't show that side of me." But Billy was like, no, show it. Like, I want you to show the parts where I'm arguing with Phineas about this. I want you to show the parts where I'm yelling at my mom because she's annoying me because I'm a fucking kid. You know what I mean? Like, so that's that's that was kind of interesting to watch. So I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited to watch this documentary. I love I love those kind of documentaries. I don't know why. Shaft animates new uh, Ruby TV anime, RWBY Ice Queendom. Rooster Teeth announced on Friday that Shaft is producing a television anime based on Rooster Teeth's Ruby franchise, titled Ice Queendom. Two D anime visuals, beautiful. Um, and humanity's only hope is dependent upon powerful huntsmen and huntresses: Ruby Rose, Weiss Blake Belladonna, and Yang Zhao. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know too much about RWBY. I haven't watched watched it. At all. I know a lot of people have been telling me to watch it for a minute. I'm not sure if this is going to be something that is canon or not. But anyway. Very cool. Uh, I know Japan loves RWBY. so OniPon. Uh, Demon Girl Anime. Um, set in a world where Japanese Oni demons exist and humans coexist. The story of love, friendship, and underpart- underpants... <laughs> Oh this is that one with the underpants okay yeah yeah, yeah. they're they're well, they're like bloomer shorts. they're like the ones that come down to your knees and they're tiger striped uh yeah but yeah this this that's right this is the one that's like one girl is like got horns she's kind of like a dragon elf something or other. The other girl is like a ice queen or some shit um yeah this looks cute yeah that's right we talked about that one a couple weeks ago uh that's we'll save that for the end. Yamakon's Magical Girls dark fantasy anime project stalled due to lack of investors. Controversial director Yutaka Yamamoto, otherwise known as Yamakon, returned from his self-imposed hiatus from the anime industry in 2019 in an attempt to crowdfund his Maho Shoujo Tachi, literally Magical Girls anime project. According to a March update on his blog, however, the project has been stalled due to difficulties around finding investors. He elaborated that he spoke to every producer he was acquainted with in the industry in the hopes of assembling a production committee. However, although he did find some companies willing to invest some amount of money, he was unable to find a company willing to be the managing company. The managing company handles the budget and oversight and takes on the biggest financial risk. He blamed COVID for stalling negotiations and claimed that because a large number of anime original films have struggled in the box office in recent years, it is now difficult to get original anime funded. Um, he says that he will persevere and try and get it funded. So who's, who sees, or who sees, who knows is what I meant to say. Um, the Dawn of the Witch anime second, uh, video. I don't remember talking about this one. Um, this one looks like it has a main, an MC Chad coon with girls. Oh, wait a second. This, you know what this is, dude? It's based on a light novel series called Mahutsukai uh, Remiki. And it takes place in the same world as uh, the Beast Face Johnson, the Zero of Grimoire, Grimoire of Zero. So there's uh, uh, the Mysterious Witch and the Mysterious Mercenary, which is Cat Face Johnson. And there's Dog Face Johnson. That is really cool. I, I watched Grimoire of Zero and I liked it, so... Yeah, the tiger beast fallen, the white tiger beast fallen, and then the mysterious witch who knows about the main character's past, uh, the main character being Sable, some dude, and then Lou Christos, who I think she was in Grimoire of Zero, wasn't she? That's really cool. I might have to watch this one just because, like, it's, you know, part of that universe. I didn't know there was, like, an expanded thing, you know, beyond that, so that's really sweet. Um... But yeah, Zero and Mercenary. That's that's you don't know their real names, you just know they're called Zero and Mercenary. I liked it because of Catface Johnson, and then also Mercenary. He always called the dog guy dog. He called him Dogface, which I thought was hilarious. Um, Do It Yourself TV anime first video reveal staff in twenty twenty two premiere. Pine Jam, uh, art director Yuka Okamoto. Uh, this one's really cute. This, we talked about this one a little bit ago, but this is like they do DIY projects. Six high school girls as they face struggles working on do-it-yourself projects. I'm um, very cute. Very excited for this one. So I thought I'd bring it up again. Uh, uh, Yusuke Matsuo is the character designer, and Kazuhira Yoneda, who did Glimp near and Cool Hosoki's cool the Yona of the Don Kageki Shoujo, is directing it. So very cool. And the biggest piece I have. And this is part of... I think this is part of the Crunchyroll and Funimation merger. So by the time you listen to this, it'll be March 28th, which means you only have a couple of days to really figure out where the rest of these are. But these anime are all going to leave the Crunchyroll service. And it is a long list. So um, bear with me. I will list all these for you right now. So as you're listening to this, you're probably going to just listen for the ones you care about, which is totally... That's totally the reason why I'm listing all of them at one point, you know, because you never know. Um, But here we go. These are all going to leave the service on March 31st. Akame Got Kill, Amagi Brilliant Park, Anonatsu de Mataru, Mataru, which is Waiting in the Summer, Bang Dream, Bang Dream Season 2, not a huge loss there because that show sucks, Beyond the Boundary, Black Bullet, Batum, Chivalry of a Failed Knight, Diabolic Lovers, Diabolic Lovers 2, More Blood, Familiar of Zero F, Flowers of Evil, Food Wars, Shokageki no Soma, Food Wars, The Second Plate, Gate, Girls unpanzer, Panzer, Golden Time, Hakenden, Eight Dogs of the East, Season 1 and 2, Haven't You Heard of Sakamoto, Heneko, The Hentai Prince and the Stony Cat, uh, Imoto amoro chan Hazuki's Cool-Headedness, and Coolheadedness 2. Infinite Stratos. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Is the Order a Rabbit? Season 1 and 2. Kids on the Slope. Kokoro Connect. Listen to me, girls. I am your father. Little Busters. Little Busters Refrain. Uh, Chunabu and Chunabu Heartthrob. Majestic Prince. Madaka Box. Monster Moose, You <laughs> Monster Musume Everyday Life with Monster Girls. (laughs) Um, Monthly Girls in Ozaki-kun. Tula Rue. My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu and Snafu 2. Mysterious Girlfriend X. No Game No Life. Nanan Biori. Nanan Biori Repeat. Outbreak Company. Fantasy Star Online 2 The Animation. Say I Love You. School Live. Sunday Without God. Tanaka-kun is Always Listless. The Pet Girl of Sakurasu. Tulareu, Tularu Tula Darkness, Tularu Darkness Two. Um, Ushio Totora, Uta, U, Uta Warerumono, the False Faces, Uh Watamore, No matter how I look at it, you guys, it's your guys' fault. I'm not popular. Wolf Girl and Black Prince and Young Blackjack. High Dive will be streaming most of the above titles. So if you have a High Dive account, you know you're good. Um, But yeah, a lot of this stuff is on high dive. So yeah, that's, I think that's just part of it. You know, um, now that Funimation's involved, you know, some of the people who license this stuff to Crunchyrolls are like, yeah, I'm pulling out, you know, so Um, that makes a lot of sense, I suppose. But that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening every week. And um, yeah, look out for the next episode of Cinematography. Me and Danny are hoping to do more of those. And uh, we'll be having one come out this week, hopefully. So um, that being said, I love you guys very much. I'll always love you just the way you are. I've been some and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.